0: Well, and welcome to All of Pemento's Podcast. I'm Sean and I'm speaking with Josh from...
1: Trash Ambulance and High End Denim
0: Records. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't know there was two fucking companies on this podcast. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, I really it really
1: sounded like an Albertan there. Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> it's all good, man. High Denim Records. <laughs> Hi, Denim Records. We're going to wear our denim and uh, get oil grease on our knees and ddddd de- 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 And we going to separate from Canada and fuck COVID. Um <laughs> This is how we're starting the show dude. No, whatever. No, it's fine. We you and I were joking about it. Whatever. Um so how did uh how did Trash Ambulance begin? Like
1: Uh yeah, so um uh, taking it back, so this is about two thousand fourteen. Um before that I was in a band called Chimp Change with actually Ozone who's playing bass in the band now. Yeah, He was the drummer of that band And <laughs> we went in Recorded a f- our first full length album Actually paid some money to get it recorded We're all stoked And then he decided he was going to move to Dubai So I was like, see you guys Okay, <laughs> bye Just the, the the way of the dynamic of the band At the time it was We just didn't feel like Well, I didn't feel like carrying it on with new members So I just, whatever Ended it at the time And then, you know I don't know. You said you were in bands, but you know, after a while, when you're not in a band for three, four months, you just start getting that itch again. If you're, if you're a lifer in the music scene,
0: yeah. So
1: I started. Yeah, so I grabbed the the guitar player from Chim Change, and then we started looking for drummers and other people, and then yeah, 2014, Trash Daniels took form. Yep. And then, yeah, the the Chim Change guitarist is kind of. Transitioning into the next phase of his life Like you got married And started having kids and stuff So he, It was apparent he was not interested in Hanging out in my basement Playing Katie Punk's tunes. So Kind of Came to a head where he's like Yeah I'm done So he was out And then Funnily enough around that time He uh, Ozone moved back from Dubai So he hopped on guitar Yeah In Trash Amulet And then yeah Fast forward to Now he's went from playing drums in the band And then Now he's bass so you know quite the journey had. coming up this summer i'll be 10 years with the band i'm the only consistent member ozones came and went to different instruments a few times but yeah he's back
0: <laughs> well uh, <clears throat> sorry excuse me um well that's fucking that's i fucking don't know you guys are that like far into it like 10 years fuck that's crazy and um you, re- you recently released an album uh, in 2022 um I guess that would be the end of the pandemic um did you get how long did you guys record it during the pandemic and then released in 2022
1: uh so we recorded in I think it was March of 2022 so it was I don't think there was any strict restrictions at the time but like we went into echo base in calgary which is uh, Casey Lewis from Belvedere yeah. We mentioned. Yeah, chatting about offline. Um and because I fuck I, I, I love
0: Belvedere Like shout out to Steve, shout out to the whole band, like that fucking I've said it before. Um they're like besides uh Propagandy, I think they're probably and SNFU. I think they're probably top three band punk bands. Fuck it, I'll say it. Whatever. I'll say they're probably the top three bands in Canada in all the music genre, in my op- in my own opinion, but whatever. The pro, they're definitely the,
1: the most prolific uh, Skate punk band to come out of this region Where we're from So yeah.
0: so then you recorded I mean, So then you recorded the album in his studio So how long did that process take? Well, yeah So what, what I was saying is There wasn't any strict COVID uh, um, Restrictions at the time Oh, in Red Deer, Alberta it,
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, he, yeah, his studio was in Calgary um, Oh, yeah, okay Just... Uh, Belvedere was ready to just getting ready to do like their first European tour since like things have kind of opened up. Yeah. So he politely requested that we mask up while we were there. And obviously we we complied and didn't really bother Obviously not while I was singing. <laughs> I was in another room, but just kind of tried to be respectful and not get him sick before he uh, headed overseas. Which and then they ended up getting COVID while they were over there, anyways. And I had to cancel a bunch of shows. But that's a whole other story. Not my story to tell. Yeah, that's fair. But anyways, yeah, that was March 2022. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of funny. This actually this is a good plug for something that we're about to release. While we were in the middle of recording, there's a there's a venue called The Vat in Red Deer. It's kind of like been around for over 20 years. This where all the metal, punk, alternative bands play. And they ended up getting a, a grant during COVID to like, I think it was a factor grant, so then they were able to pay all the bands well throughout it all, and one of the things they got was they would record a live set for you and then hand you over $1,000 cash, and then they gave you all the raw audio and video. So we took all that audio and got our buddy Cody at uh, Half Stack Studios to clean it all up for us, and we're releasing a, a live cassette on Thousand Islands Records, but it's... It's funny, it's live, because there was, like, you know, there's 10 people in the audience, like, the crew that was recording it, but, like, there's no, like, they didn't care, right? So it's, like, the song ends, it's just dead silence. It's kind of hilarious, so that's why we put the live in quotations. But, yeah, during that middle of recording Future Considerations, we recorded that, so we're finally getting around to releasing that, plus a bonus song. But, yeah, so the, the whole process, of that I think was about 10 days, and then, we ended up paying him a couple extra days to just go in and do cool harmonies and stuff which I think really made all the difference in the world because he's kind of a genius with that stuff yeah so I would say yeah about a little shy of two weeks to, to get that puppy recorded
0: nice that's totally cool and it's a great album too and you guys are a great band too like I think um, the resurgence of skate I think there's a lot more skate punks out Escape punk bands right now that are coming up in out and out west like Vancouver, even like fucking Alberta, too. Like, there's uh, do you know the band One of Us? Uh, I feel like I've seen the name, but I
1: don't know them personally.
0: Yeah, you should uh, check them out. They're really good. They're relaxed. They're actually, it's a really good fucking album, actually. Um, it's my favorite oh. album of 2023. Um, oh. yeah, I know it's the worth checking. they're on melodic uh punk record or melodic her I don't know some melodic hardcore punk oh
1: yeah I've definitely seen that popping up on my insta feed but I don't know if I've checked
0: them out yeah I but, check them out man um so what got you into playing music that's another question hmm.
1: yeah I was, I was thinking about this so I mean I think it was in about grade four when I kind of went from listening you know the two unlimited hockey music you know Y'all ready for this shit too? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My brother, you know, I can't remember if he gave me a copy or if I just stuck into his room and recorded all his music, but he had like Punkarama Volume 1 and, you know, like Rancid Come the Wolves. So that's just like
0: mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, be so bad. that's when I first like, got into that kind of music. Yeah.
1: And then there ended up being, uh, like, I'm from, from a small town in Saskatchewan, so we didn't get a lot of live shows coming there but there were bands around like that were quite a bit older than me but I was just too young to go but I think when I was about I want to say 13 or 14 there was a like a little hall right outside the town and a bunch of punk bands ended up putting a show there and my, my parents dropped me and some friends off and we went and checked it out and that was like a moment, you know, where I was like I need to get a get some sort of guitar and, and try to do this myself and I just Inspired, right? Like it's just a hall full of people, and they're like, you know, they did some punk, like I didn't know their original songs, but they did some punk covers, you know, like some Bouncing Souls, and Religion, and stuff. And I was just like, I was hooked immediately. So then I just started making terrible bands with my friends from back in the small town. And then, but the problem was, nobody wanted to play drums back then, everyone wanted to be the guitar player. So. It took a while I think it was like mm-hmm. 11 or 12 before we finally one of my buddies picked up the drums and we
0: actually had a band that tried to do some stuff I but think
1: yeah, so i th- how I got
0: it yeah I think that's a big uh, uh, not a big problem but a common issue with bands with drummers like it, even if you land a drummer it's hard to keep them sitting down at the drum set right before they get up and leave
1: it's um, funny that I've always been able to find drummers when I've lived here like today I always hear people oh there's no drummers around No, and, oh. and so I get hit up with a lot of people I don't know yeah but maybe my but now yeah the drummer we have now Reiki Ry, as we call him he's he's pretty pretty top notch so we're pretty happy with the with the lineup we have at the moment
0: nice uh, so what are you currently listening to right now like it doesn't have to be punk rock whatever like the only reason I like it's my fair genre of music um, but uh and I don't always... I'm a big hip-hop head, too. Like, I like lots of hip-hop. Um, what, are you, what are you currently listening to right now?
1: Ooh. Um, well, as I mentioned in my quick little uh, blurb there when you asked me where I was from, we uh, Ozone and I uh, run a little label together. Yeah. And we've been lucky enough to, uh, to put out some pretty cool records. Um, one that we... We never tactically put it out but we uh, were we were handling canadian distribution it was a band called making friends out of england
0: yeah they're and fucking they, dude they, they rap. yeah
1: yeah so like when we got the message from the from our buddy johnny over at cat's claws he's like you guys want to get a part of this we're just like yeah like i don't even care how much they right. cost. like we, we want a part of this so yeah we've been really impressed with that record um yeah, and then uh, I mentioned to you offline we also do our own podcast,
0: Gunham Radio. Yeah. And uh I've been able to chat with a lot of cool people and then get get exposed
1: to a new band. So uh well it's out it's out now, so I'll say it. Uh, we chatted with uh David Tejas from uh, he's a new casualty singer. Oh word. But he also had he also has this band called uh Starving Wolves.
0: Oh I gotta I check it out. Man. No I haven't.
1: Yeah, they're so they're just coming out with a new album, which I'm sure is going to rip, but the one they did before, um, I think it's True Fire or something that's called, it's, that's a banger too, so it's, yeah, I'm always on the lookout for new stuff. Listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff as well. Yeah, but, Yeah, I drive around a lot for my day job, so i always got something on it.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way too, like I work as a chef and the music's always going and I get really tired of the Spotify playlist that the AI suggests for me. I've heard fucking, don't get me wrong, I love all the bands on it. But, what the fuck, Bouncing Souls, uh, what's the fucking single? Uh, True Believer, if I fucking hear that song on my Spotify playlist one more fucking time, I am going to take my chef knife, carve out my eyes, put them in my ears as earplugs. Don't get me wrong, I love Bouncing Souls and I love the song, but it's always on, I just go like, spotify skate punk or spotify punk rock and i swear to fucking god it's track one of every it's whatever it's a great tune um but you're talking about making friends so i have uh the dudes from uh uh cat's claw records on i think at the in march um and i was talking to a band called be fair do you know them
1: yeah, actually, one of the guys in that Dicky he used to have the punk bunker. Yeah, that was a podcast where we played music and stuff. So I I got to know him through there, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I'm like,
0: yeah, so he's, he's been working on that band for a while. But yeah,
1: I've heard the the new tunes and yeah.
0: yeah. So they just they just released um, uh, a new single called "The Montreal Screwjob," which is uh, named after. Right. <laughs> Bret Hart, Brad Hart oh fuck, I forgot Brad Hart's from old fucking calgary. Um his wrestling's huge out there. So then um I got into a band called Tear Jerker in the UK. Dude, if have you heard the record or no? I missed that one so you gotta yeah, do the two there's only two singles on in uh in the eastern like on this part of the planet. I, I guess it's just the way how it works with the algorithm. I don't know what the fuck, whatever. But anyways, I downloaded the, I uh, download, uh, bought the actual album off of uh, Bandcamp, uh, Tearjerker, dude, that fucking, I don't know why they're not huge right now. Like, it's it's like punk rock, like meets like a little alt rock in there too. It's fucking, it's it's a banger. Um, and so uh, Dickie got me from Be Fair, got me onto that band too. Uh, shout out to uh, Be Fair and Tearjerker. You always gotta do the shout-outs. Um, other than that, yeah, man. Um, fuck. Yeah, that one band I mentioned, one of us, check him out too. Tear Jerker. So what uh, give me your top three favorite punk bands. Or are you gonna do five? Oh, yeah, I know, right? I there I was gonna be a quiz. <laughs> Whatever. Just fucking um, We can talk shit about no <laughs> effects, too. That's fine. <laughs> this is a... Uh... I don't know, I kind of have a rotating cast and then some yeah. other bands will, will get obsessed with the new band and they'll, you know, sometimes they'll stay up there sometimes they aren't, but um, I guess I'll, this is an accomplishment of our band. Um, we got the call to open for Lagway and when it came to Red Deer, I mean, it was... I'm sure if you were following that saga... Yes. The show was scheduled,
1: cancelled, rescheduled, cancelled and then they finally made it through the third time. Um, so we were on the bill for the very first show and then they when they rescheduled we got bumped off the bill yeah and then it canceled again and then they, and they came back we got the call again so it was, we ended up getting it open for them but that that was a huge one for me personally and all the guys in the band but like that was a band that i grew up idolizing right so it was pretty cool to get to yeah
0: get i know open for them we were going to go to the show in i think it's yeah, it's passed. So it was Leg Wagon and Cigar. Did was Cigar on that part of the tour too? <laughs> this is a, this is a bittersweet thing because so because of the how the show got canceled, we were like we weren't believing it until we saw yeah. Leg Wagon's van pull
1: up, right? Or tour bus pull up, and they did. So, but that morning we were looking on Chris Rest's uh, Instagram, and he's showing because they were driving from dc to alberta and there was like a crazy snowstorm, and they're like <laughs> plowing through the storm i'm like oh my god are they like not gonna make it because i ended up closing that one of the highways from i think it was to revelstoke to uh, i can't remember but anyways a pretty treacherous stretch on dc so like um if you were to look like i looked in the morning to see how far it was it said six hours from them to get from revelstoke to Red deer, and then I looked late in the afternoon, and it said like eighteen hours because they had to like detour all the way down to the states. I'm like, are you kidding me? But anyways, long story short, Langwigan did make it, but took me a while. All of a sudden, the promoter guy comes up to us, or the tour manager, or whatever you want to call, comes up to us, and was like, like, oh, I know we said you guys are supposed to play for half an hour, but in my brain, I'm thinking he's gonna, they're gonna ask us to axe our whole set or cut it down to fifteen minutes, but. Turns out because Cigar was stuck in that snowstorm, they needed us to play longer as direct support for lagwagon. Wagon. So um, we were disappointed we didn't get to play with NC Cigar, but we got to be quote-unquote direct support for lagwagon for a night. So that part was cool. But yeah, so we did not get to Cigar. And actually, they were supposed to crash on my path.
0: Oh yeah, I know. Uh, we uh, so Jennifer and I saw the Mad Caddies. It was Belvedere. You know, how did it go? Yeah, it was Belvedere cigar in the Mad Caddies. I don't mind. The Caddies are good, whatever. Um, like I said, and watch the show. Um, Belvedere was fucking killer. Um, but I have never seen cigar. I got to see cigars. So I don't know if you know the band at all, but they released uh, yeah. the Speed Is Relevant in 1999, and they just. Released a new album, like, fucking 20, 30 years later on Fat. And, uh, I was... It was at, uh... The, oh, it's a fucking club downtown Toronto on fucking, uh... Uh... Fuck me. God damn it. It's, um... Fuck. No. No, no, something like that. You're there, um... No, the fucking one, like, it's like, um... Fuck, sorry, dude. Um... You Oh shit, here's my fucking brain. The one that's down in the um Oh god damn it. am yeah, it's fuck me. Fucking IPAs. Not important, not important. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. Anyways, whatever. Um it was uh down there. anyways, um I got to see Cigar. so we're in the venue and I was like, uh it was it cigar was a pretty big band like in Ontario. Like when that speed is relevant came out, um It was in 1999 it came out? Or 2001. Anyways, whatever. Um, My buddy Corey from Five Knuckle Chuckle, which is not a band anymore, but him and the drummer Scott, uh, Corey and Scott had a record store called Hardcore Sounds, and that fucking album, the first album they fucking, they couldn't even keep it on the shelves. And like, I grew up in a small town called Orangeville, Ontario, um, which is connected to Caledon and like Brampton. But anyway, so we go to the show. It was like a high school reunion because everyone who listened to that record was fucking there, like sitting outside. Like We just knew everyone because everyone wanted to see Cigar because we didn't know if they're going to fucking stay or go. You know what I mean? Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they stick. I think the fucking band's brilliant, too. Um, I forgot what fucking other band the drummer drums for. Uh, it's a, the Shins. I think it's the Shins or something like that. I think it actually is. A shins. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, cigars fucking crazy. I think yeah, that sucks. You didn't get to see them either, but I'm sure yeah, we'll, my,
1: the rhythm section of the band was more disappointed than me.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I liked them. I just they were like super fans, and I was never because mm. the bass and drums and on that record or both records are pretty insane. So yeah, the, it's pretty basic. Were. It's pretty well driven too. Um, how was uh, meeting Joey Cape? I've only had that. Uh, I've only done that once
1: uh, To be honest I've crossed paths with them in, in the past And like I said I've hosted a podcast So I got to interview him that way But um, this time I We chatted with him a bit But we kind of just I don't know before the show we were just kind of nervous And didn't want to bother them Yeah. So I didn't talk to Joey a whole ton And he kind of just went back to The bus after the show But I did get to chat with all the other guys So
0: yeah, Chris uh, little Joe was the
1: Most friendly guy ever, so he's he's awesome. Who's that? Sorry. Uh, little Joe, the bass player.
0: Yeah, um, Chris is kind of cool too. Was yeah, he was a little
1: more reserved. We had a picture with him, but uh, just getting the vibe, he wasn't down to talk. So he just left him alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> good I, love, Dave. Um, I
0: love. I love Legwagen. Legwagen's fucking wicked, and even the cover of. Uh, that much the same does of uh, well, fucking friend, yeah. That's a really good cover. I think. I think it's maybe better than Lagwagon's. I don't know. Is that okay to say?
1: But it's they, actual skate punk. lagwagon's more like a rock song, right? It's a classic, but
0: yeah, I, I like it too. Yeah, I, I like. I love all lagwagon uh, I think my favorite three albums by them. I would go uh, trashed, uh, uh, making friends. Is that an album? Yeah. And then, um... I like stuff on Double platinum too. Trashed, uh... And that, Duh, What's the one... Yeah, is on Double
1: Plotum, yeah,
0: say it, yeah. I'm thinking about, um... The one with May 16th on it. Let's that. talk about... Feelings. Yeah, let's talk about feelings. That's it, yeah, yeah. Um... And then...
1: I mean, I'm, I'm partial to Hoss too.
0: Just yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would go Trash, Hoss, and, um... Well, it does really good. Like, the first three are, are, I think, all you need to know. But the Let's Talk About Feelings is really good, too. Um, the new stuff's really good, too. Um, yeah, I think they're... Yeah, there's I mean, their, their set list from that last tour was, like, they weren't missing much that I wanted to hear. So it was, you know, sometimes you're, you're worried that a band's going to play all their new stuff, but they didn't. Right. That's
1: they
0: played, they played wicked. And I think that's the thing too, like with if you go to see any band, is that that's what you want to see. And I don't mean to say it like this, but it's like Dance Monkey Dance, right? Um mm-hmm. I went and saw and we Jennifer and I got tickets to No last tour in Montreal, um, just for the one day, and hopefully so I've seen no effects a bunch of times, and so I saw him at the Cool House. They did a double uh, a double night there, so I got tickets to the second night. And so then Fat Mike goes on stage. He's like, "Well, um, if you missed last night, too bad. We played all the hits. That's uh, Mister Martini squawking." Um. All right, take it easy, dude. Um, and then, um, okay, come here. Hold on, give me two seconds. I gotta hold the cat. There you go. Um, you good now? Little man. Um, so then Mike was like, if you missed last night, too bad. We're just going to play B-sides. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> he was being our surprise and he's fat Mike and no effects and whatever. He can do whatever he wants. So I, so I stood there. I'm like, it was like, I uh, remember the double album they released um, with all the b Anyways, it was exactly that. Yeah. And I was like, or fuck, whatever. And so I'm fucking watching, watching and listening. I'm like, this is dog shit. And I was about to <laughs> leave, and they started to play The Decline. I'm like, okay, I'll stay now. <laughs> I was so. Yeah, I, I went down to
1: Seattle, and um, it was actually Tacoma. Yeah. To watch Monka uh, Droblet. And we only went to the one day. And yeah, I think they played like, they, they're supposed to play 40 songs a night, but some of those songs were the
0: 15 second, you know,
1: fuck the kids.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's it too, it's like I stood there and it was, I don't know, but <clears throat> I saw one another time and they played the intro to fucking, uh, uh, what do you call it, Passport. It was like fucking 30 seconds, I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> This is, this is a seventy-dollar <laughs> fuckable. Cool, not, not no, bucks. no, Josh, it's not cool. Okay, um, whatever. It was like seventy-five. Beers were like fucking ten dollars. So you know, you just smoke a joint outside and sip on a Kuru's light. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, they're a band that I, I have a love-hate relationship with. Like, uh, I was talking to uh, Dina. Well, sorry. No, it's cool, Angel, man. It's, it's, it's totally good.
1: Well, I was just going to say that uh, probably I've seen them. I, I don't even, I'd have to count it up, but I'd swear that I was like blubbering, <laughs> drooling drunk many, many times when I saw them, so I wasn't as offended that they did a shitty job playing. <laughs> Whereas if I was stone sober, I'd be like, what the hell am I watching? Like, I always hear people complaining that they suck live, and then, well, it's usually Mike sucking live.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. Like if you, <laughs> if you get Mike on a good day, like when he's not like on some sort of fucking drug, whichever one you want to pick, um, or fucking drunk, that's fucking cool. Um, I think uh, I think the newest song I actually like from them is from Self Entitled, and it's Sellout. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Oh fuck the rip fucking El Jefe with the ripper in the beginning of that fuck fucking melts your fucking face. Um, and hopefully, like when they do break up, like hopefully El Hafe like does another band because he's a really good, really good guitar player. Um, hopefully uh, Fat Mike doesn't do anything. I'm fine with it. Um, I listen to Cokie. Have you stuff. Well, whatever. Like I listen to Cokie the Clown, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a bad one. It's
1: interesting release.
0: Oh well, so how many ha, well I've listened to it once actually and I tried to listen to it a second time. I got to track three I'm like, uh no. No thanks. But his other band too that he's in uh Code Defendants is really good too though. I like that band a lot. I
1: was I was able to find some beauty in Coke and the Clown but I, his voice is definitely grating and it's just a bit much but I, I I did find something cool out of it but I get why
0: people hate it. <laughs> yeah well I mean, that's Travis Barker. No, 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 no. Travis Barker's on the album too, right?
1: <laughs> Did you ever, I think I saw him on some podcast and he was like, Yeah. Travis is like, Anything you're doing, Mike, I'm in. And then he's, it was that album. He's like, Yeah, he doesn't answer my calls anymore.
0: <laughs> Who, Travis?
1: <laughs> like, Travis doesn't answer Mike's calls anymore. Well,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, well, on. fuck me, he's man. Like, I, oh,
1: fuck Mike. I thought we were doing no effects or something. He's like, no, whatever. This no, is. No, <laughs> we're
0: going to fucking do an album with fucking an acoustic guitar and fucking fat Mike fucking all bent over. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, the I, vocals like really I, or something. I just couldn't get into it. And also too, like, don't get me wrong. Like I really respect a band like probably Gandhi or even Belvedere, um, that actually take their time. And like, I get like smaller bands. I want to fucking put up music, put up music singles. I get it. Fucking do it. Do the machine. But if you're an established band, just take fucking four years or three years and make it like fucking amazing. Like, cause probably Gandy has no shitty album at all. That band has done nothing wrong in my own opinion. Same with Belvedere. Um, but when you get bands like No Effects or even Lagwagon, not really too much Lagwagon anymore, but No Effects, like for a while there, okay, Mr. Martini, stop eating the fucking plant. Um, when you get bands like, uh, like No Effects, just keep pumping it out. And it's like, like, Coaster? Like, whatever, no. Um, You don't like that album? Fuck, fuck you, man. Really? You're the third person. Mike, uh... Yeah, you are, John.
1: That album takes me back to a certain point in my life. Not necessarily a high point in my life, but just, like, a
0: moment in my life where we listen to that album a lot. So I got, like, a soft spot for it. Yeah, that's cool and all, too. Sweet. Um, you're like the third person, because fucking, uh, Mike from Krusty Media, no, fucking Kyle from the, uh, Filthy Radicals, he was mentioning, um, he said that album, and the War on Errorism, which, like, half that album's okay, but... Um, I, I would say So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes is my favorite Halifax album.
1: Nice. I mean, carly. Well, I guess you can. He can go horribly wrong, but
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's like
1: something you like on all their albums, but yeah, I do.
0: yeah. It's... I think it's more. Just, and I've
1: seen him talk about it. Mike just he runs out of time in the studio, and then he just forces out all the vocals, and they're not as good as.
0: Yeah, have you ta- have you met? Fa-
1: from a guy that's a terrible singer myself, and gets compared to Fat Mike all the time. I understand, <laughs> but I mean, Mike had, had a charm to his voice in his in their younger album or early albums. Yeah. And then it just seems like he just gave up in some of the last ones, right? it's like He's like, ah, just throw some harmonies on the back, and call it good, but... Yeah, yeah. could just be so much better.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you on that one. Um, I shouldn't talk shit about No because I really do love the band, but there's some albums where I'm like, mm, there's there's some dog shit there. Well,
1: Fat Mike doesn't shy away from talking shit about other people, so I think you're okay.
0: Yeah, that, you know what? Good. Thanks, Josh. That's fucking wicked, because, yeah, fuck you, Fat Mike. And I'm sure he'd be okay with that.
1: I'm not saying that, but <laughs> No, I'm
0: only joking. I, I love I love Fat uh, Fatty. Uh, first time I met Fat Mike was at Warp Tour. And I was actually cooking a Warp Tour, like for the bands. Um and I saw Fat Mike. I was walking by, he was taking a shower, the door was open, and he was sitting there nude, drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels in the shower. And I was like, hey, fatty, what's going on? And he's like, what? I'm like, what time do you play? He's like, oh, you got to wait and see what I play next. I'm like, oh, okay, you're drunk. I'm going (laughs) to leave. But no, I love No Effects too. I love and hate them. Um, I like a lot of those bands too. But uh, like I said, Propagandy. I think they're, I don't know, one of the best punk bands going. I wouldn't even call them punk rock anymore. Like, they're, they're rock like they're it's nice that a band like that takes their time with albums so mm-hmm. but anyways uh, so you have anything any shows coming up or well,
1: yeah I don't know if you if you follow us but oh, well, well, I, I guess you can I do back up the, the, the truck a bit we uh we play so last year I don't know we're I don't know we're not we're all old, older guys. Well, two of us are. Riley's in his late twenties. We're all in their late thirties. But uh, so we did thirty shows on the year, which is pretty good for like a dad band. Sneaking <laughs> yeah. away on the weekends and do mini tours and stuff. But we were able to do something I always wanted to do last year, which is go play some shows in another country. So we went down to Costa Rica. Did all three, three show little mini tour. Had the had the time of our lives. It was awesome. Shout out to Punk Rock Meg and ultracados for taking us under their wing. But, anyways, um, that was great. But this year we're we're doing it again. We're gonna go to Japan. So we got a six show tour for early March that we're we're gonna head out and do. So that's that's the exciting news out of Camp Trash. So we're super excited to. Because I've never been to Japan,
0: so this is... Yeah, no, I've always wanted...
1: and at the band, I'm super-duper stoked.
0: I've always wanted to go to Japan. I'm a huge baseball nerd, and I love wrestling. So, they're both oh, pretty... Did, they're, they're,
1: did, did you follow... Were you, like, tracking Otani's... Yeah. Playing, like, the rest of the dumbasses in Toronto?
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I was. And I was, like... Why can
1: not you guys just be normal in Toronto? Jesus
0: Well, I know, we're nuts anyways, (laughs) whatever Like, have you seen the fucking guy who runs the province? He's a real piece of shit too I have,
1: unfortunately Yeah, I saw his brother smoking
0: crack on the video Well, here we go, we can talk about this shit too, whatever, okay I was like, when everyone's like, oh, Doug Ford passed da, 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 Or Doug Ford's the best mayor we've ever had I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? He was smoking crack And it wasn't like he was denying it. And it wasn't like it was a one-time thing. Fuck, man, whatever. You know, I used to do drugs back in the day. I just smoke weed and drink high beer. The occasional fucking mushroom night, sure, if I'm off for fucking two days the next day. But but he wasn't like, it wasn't his first time doing it. Like, he was there all the time smoking crack. And everyone's like, you know, God bless the mayor, Doug Ford. I'm like, you're... Fucking nuts. Not Doug Ford. Fucking, what's his name? Rob, Rob Ford. There you go. I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. Why, why are we doing this? This guy was on the front of the Toronto Sun smoking a glass pipe. And there was no weed in it. It was all crack. <laughs> and then... His, I know a crack like when I see him. Oh fuck me, man. And then his brother gets... And I don't even know how the fuck this happened, okay? How... Well, I do because fucking the Liberal Party that was uh, running for Ontario, what's his name, Stephen DelBuche, whatever, he didn't didn't fucking didn't fucking talk. That's why they didn't get elected, and they Doug Ford gets elected again. I looked at that. I'm like, fuck this province, fuck.
1: Well, there was like twenty percent voter turnout or something, so it's not a reflection of
0: well, and he and here it is. Nobody- here it is too like in in Ontario and also I'll say all of Canada too when we vote uh, federal they just want to vote somebody out okay like they don't want to they they don't want to take the time to sit there Mr. Martini eat it Um, they don't want to take the sit there and time to sit there and learn about the politics and learn about the people the person who's running um, for the seat they just they're like fuck Trudeau get him out Get him out, get him out, and I'm not going to lie to you, like, if anyone has done any, um, and hopefully I don't get sued, um, I don't, fuck, and that's the cat, I'm sorry. Um, for anyone, uh, who doesn't, uh, they just vote people out, but I'm not going to lie to you, like, it's, just a Trudeau is probably going to get voted out, um, but the other guy isn't any fucking different. Like, uh, Peter Paulov, he's a real piece of trash. Like, if you want to sit there and do the back politics on him, Justin Trudeau is ten times better. But we say we weren't going to talk about politics, but here we are. Okay? It's a low butter. It's a little butter. <laughs> okay. And I blame you. Because you brought it up. <laughs> totally joking. I'm not going to blame you at all. Broken um,
1: track as the mayor of Toronto, is pretty
0: fucking funny. It is funny. That's it's it's was, when he's yeah, <laughs> what? Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, even when the next day when the news came out, he was sitting at an Argonauts game. Like la la la. It's like fuck me, man. I don't. Uh, I don't get it. Whatever.
1: Did you see that? There was so many sound bites, but there was one of. Uh, I can't remember what was happening, but he was. It was a, after an Argos game or something, and they asked him. He was being accused of like. This, like going down on like a on someone or something. He's like, I don't need to be doing that. I got plenty of pussy to eat at home,
0: <laughs> dude. That's what you're I mean. Mayor. Like a it's decorum. Well, that's like, and that's the thing too. Like you know, and then he goes and shakes all the fucking kids' hands at the schools. It's like fuck you, man. Like whatever. Like I think I think Canadian politics is the most fucking bullshit thing. Well. I think it's a little better than our neighbors, because um, you got one guy in office right now who can barely fucking stay up for a press conference, um, <laughs> yeah. and you got the other guy. Yeah, he should,
1: should shouldn't be allowed to be in government if you're over the age of eighty.
0: Well, whatever. But also, just literally,
1: served until they die.
0: I would ra- I would rather have him than fucking Donald Trump and all that because he's fucking like. He's bananas, dude. I don't want to even get in on that, man, because I can go on and on, and it's like, I don't fucking get it. And it's like this province, too. Like, I don't know. Like, whatever happens with Justin Trudeau, hopefully, uh, whatever, I'll say it. I would like him to get in. I know there's a lot of problems, a lot of flaws. I get it. But, dude, the other guy, like, fuck, and he will get in, and it'll be a dark fucking day for people who have open minds if you will i guess that's a i guess that's a good way to say but i think still there's still a race to the bottom so we gotta be careful but yeah i don't know i don't know what the solution is man i I think what we should do okay here's the solution okay is to have animals our cats and dogs run the run the country I'm, I'm with it. Okay. I'm totally with it, man. I'm good. Like, Mr. Martini could fucking sit there around the country. he just feed him kitty treats and everyone does what they want to do. And he'd be like, listen, everyone get along with everyone. Okay. Everyone fucking bleeds the same blood. so And it's red. So, anyways.
1: People just need, people just need to, to talk to each other and, like, remember what it's like to be a community instead of just... Just talking to people that agree with you on, on uh, the internet and getting all fired up. Like, go talk to your neighbor. Go. Yeah.
0: You know, and the thing it's is... It's too
1: sad I don't know how much people just hate each other without ever meeting each other these days. That's wow. it,
0: man. And that's the thing, too. is It's sad, too, because you can't even have the conversation with someone who... Uh, I'm just going to use this as an example. Who votes conservative or votes liberal. There's no middle ground, right? There's No, no one can sit and have a conversation about stuff anymore. Because... And I'm not going to blame COVID um, because that was a thing, okay? I believe in science. Um, But because of that happening, there was a divide in between people and, you know, the internet didn't fucking help either. Like, Facebook? Fuck that platform, dude. Fucking. I agree. Like, whatever. Like, when you got, like, your buddies sitting there saying, Oh, I fucking... Listen to Joe Rogan He told me to fucking eat horse paste You're not a fucking horse Do you have hooves? (laughs) That fucking blew me away When people were doing that I'm like what? You're you're not an animal Like maybe you are I don't know Maybe you're some fucking minotaur That I don't know about Cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) For me For me it just kind of showed Like it's trying to spotlight that one percent of the world is definitely bending us all over and then it's just how different people took that information and then crafted their own reality so some people yeah went straight down the the rabbit hole of conspiracies and other people are rabbit
0: like, you know, hole they fucking fell six feet under and there's probably a good fucking percentage of canadians still fucking in that rabbit hole um i don't know if you oh yeah. like i don't know if you follow oh we're talking about politics anyways whatever there's a group called um Maple Mega. No, never heard of that. Oh, it's fucking bananas, dude. If you if you have Twitter, it's great to fucking have a chuckle about it because what they wanna do is well, if Donald Trump doesn't get elected, come over here and run for office. Like into Canada? Yes. Yeah. No, like have Donald Trump be Prime Minister of Canada. That's what they're voting for. <laughs> That's what this whole fucking group's about, and doesn't make any sense. And then you got fucking what's his face, uh, Theo Flurry. Not Theo Flurry. Is it Theo Flurry? Yeah, Theo Flurry. Um, the hockey player. He's One fu- too many I think he's he's fucking nuts too. Yes, yeah. If you follow everything he says on social media, it's fucking bananas. Anyways, I could go on and on and on, and I would love to because it just gets me fucking riled up and then i fucking sit there and tweet fucking bullshit and then i get kicked off twitter for fuck well you, you can't get kicked off twitter um anymore but before i used to get kicked off like during the pandemic i was like i was kicked off in twitter jail for fucking 10 days you
1: can get, you can get kicked off if you make fun of the Musk too much
0: uh, oh <laughs> really
1: the people have been doing it. Yet. They've been getting banned and stuff.
0: They do get back on eventually. I yeah, swear. I got. Uh, I said something. Um, I said something about uh, fucking. Um, who was the politician? I think it was Donald Trump. Anyways, I said something like on Instagram, and then I got in Instagram jail for I don't know ten fucking days or whatever. But he's a pile <laughs> of shit. So, anyways, dude, um, we're gonna plug. You're gonna plug all your socials um, for the band. For the label and for your radio show, go. Yeah,
1: so most of our stuff is just at Trash Guy Ambulance um, on Twitter. Or I refuse to call it X. It's uh, at Trash Ambo. The fucking
0: I I logo looks fucking horrible too. Huh? It does. It's it looks atrocious. It right. looks like something anyway, out of. It. it looks like something out of fucking Terminator Two. <laughs> That's. I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, High
1: End Denim Records is just yeah at High End Denim Records or slash High End Denim Records. On Ted Records on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and we also have a website for that one. It's uh, www. Denim Records. where you can check out our web store, um, submit to our playlist on Spotify, all, all kinds of stuff. All news we got on there. All the bands. Ways to get a hold of them. And then last, at least we run, uh, actually, it used to be Ozone the Nine but they didn't want to do it anymore. So I got Ty from Let's Go, one of the bands on the label. He's helping me out with Denim Radio. So, yeah, just the same thing at Denim Radio, just on Facebook and Instagram. And then, yeah, also on that website I mentioned, you can, if you don't want to use a streaming platform, you upload the episodes directly to there, just an audio thing. Yeah. You can check it there. We got, we just dropped our 24th episode, so we're, we're babies, but we try to drop a new album every, every Friday. Yeah. So yeah, we've yeah. been pretty busy with that.
0: I think you're, uh, I think you're on the podcast, you're number 32, I think Davy's number 30 or 31, um, right. yeah, I know, it's, it's going okay. good, so it was great having you on, dude, uh, please stay online, um, and we'll chat and, uh, all the other stuff, okay? So, and that was good. All right, cool, man. Thanks, everybody. All right,
1: cheers.